it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. He shakes off a couple of pitches. Now ready and fires at a curve. Freezes Otani. He's got a looking. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. A's fall 5-3 to the Diamondbacks, lose the series. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Cody Elias back for the postgame show. And, Ken, it was a tough loss, but let's take it back to our starting pitcher, Luis Medina's main objective was this outing was to build off of what he did in his last start. Do you believe that mission was accomplished, and what did you see from him today? Absolutely, Jess. Great to have you with us on the postgame with uh, the commander. I thought he did a great job, really, in Two mistakes, two home runs. He, you know, he was stingy. Uh, again, his command was good. And you're talking about a kid making his third major league start, hadn't completed more than four innings in his starts in AAA, and he's given the A's six innings in back-to-back starts at a time when the A's bullpen was in need of somebody getting deep into the game after the first two games of the series when the pen threw better than 13 innings, as you know, Jess. So, no, I thought he looked poised. He had great stuff, so I'm... I think the A's are encouraged by what they've seen from Medina. Totally agree. I definitely see some consistency there as well. And, you know, offensively, you know, Ramon Laureano's home run made this game interesting, of course. And while home runs haven't been an issue for this team, Ken, it was pretty nice to see those bats cash in on some runners on the bases. Yeah, you know, they've homered. They were seventh in the league entering today in home runs. They're on on a pace to easily surpass their figure of a year ago. Uh, a lot of walks by the D-backs. The A's had opportunities. I think the one thing that you look at, you know, the team batting is 230, so that's that's got to improve for the A's to become a more consistent offensive team. But the one area where they need the most improvement would be with runners in scoring position. Now, Ruiz has been sensational. We know that story, Jess, as you know, over 440. But the rest of the guys, if they could pick up the slack, we really saw it in the Yankee series where the A's left a ton of men on base, and although they got swept in the series, they, the Yankees only outhit them by one hit last week in that set. So uh, there are some encouraging signs with the offense, but with runners on base, runners in scoring position, they've got to do a whole lot better. Yeah, and you know, this Diamondbacks lineup is filled to the brim with young talent. You mentioned Corbin Carroll, of course, getting a home run, and Christian Walker is a guy I've always admired from afar. But you've seen Dominic Fletcher this series. His brother, David Fletcher, of course, who went 5 for 5 actually against our AAA Vegas squad today, always had the A's in his back pocket. Does it appear the apple fall, fa- falls far from the tree? So David went 5 for 5 today against Vegas? He I didn't sure know did. that. <laughs> yeah. sure well, did. I'm surprised he didn't go 6 for 6 against an A's affiliate or 7 for if 7. If he had the opportunity, I'm right. sure he, he would have. against anybody wearing anything resembling an A's uniform. No, I think the D-backs, if you're looking for maybe a template, if you're the A's, because they they scuffled as well, and now they've built a very exciting, good, and athletic young team. 
And with the rules changes and the way the game is played now, um, the, the D-backs have positioned themselves to be a contending ball club, and especially with the added opportunities with the wild cards. So I, I, I like what I've seen from their club. Me too. Before I let you go, Ken, you know, Mark Kotze has been in kind of an interesting situation, especially these last few games. And it feels like he's had a, he has a really good ability to find the bright spots, the silver linings. What do you feel? What, how do you feel about his ability to find those bright spots despite kind of a low season at the moment? Well, it's a good point, Jess. I'm glad you brought it up because he has to stay up every day. He takes the losses very hard, believe me. And we've talked to him when he's had sleepless nights and there was that one game not too long ago when he said he just he just didn't take his uniform off and didn't get ready to head back to the hotel and so well after the game because it was you know some it's it's tough it's it's when you're 10 and 35 and you're as competitive as he is and the rest of the coaching staff and it's not that easy just to shake off a loss but the next day you've got to be positive especially with a young club because if you get too low when you're scuffling like the A's have been, it'll just chew you up over the course of a six-month season. So stay in the moment, come out, try to win the day. That's been his mantra, and he's been, he's been upbeat, and I think that's the, the best way to, to show the kind of leadership that he has shown this year, Jess. Yeah, he has a goldfish mentality. Ted Lasso yep. would be very proud. There you thank go. Thank you so much. I like thank it. you so much, Kevin. Hey, thank you. You know, Cody, it's as far as working with Mark, the media standpoint, it takes a very strong ability and a lot of accountability to not just show up every day, but to really dig for some of those bright spots. They're definitely there. Ken mentioned it. Ramon Laureano's home run. Home runs are never a factor. We talked about this off air. It's being able to when the runners are actually on base. Ken, or, you know, Kotze is doing as good as he possibly could with a very interesting and you want to take you know you want to look at all the, the game today and sd coming up big again i know tony Kelm, but he's been able to keep producing with runners in scoring position as a guy not a guy that's hitting third or fourth in the lineup which has been great to see Luis Medina's start was was awesome to build awesome to build off from the lot quality start last time quality start again the only unfortunate thing is when he was on the mound the back-to-back -back starts for him they scored a run they've scored three runs in his three starts the three runs came in the first start against anaheim where he got he got a little uh, little touched up against the Angels, but the last two starts been good. That's a good building block for them. After especially now seeing that we don't know when Mason Miller is going to be back with the UCL. Or was it UCL sprain or mild sprain? Mild sprain of the UCL, which he, that's never good to hear. But we'll, we'll hopefully he comes back. But Medina throws hard too, and hopefully he's able to come back uh, strong at his next start, which will be sometime next week, and they can keep building off that because the starting pitching is hopefully starting to turn turn a corner a little bit. I know Kyle Mahler only went. Uh, four innings last, four plus last night. He had to give up four runs. They need to cut down on the walks, though. I mean, five more walks again today as a staff. They're up to, I believe it's 219 as a staff. Uh, that's on, they're on pace for like 780 for the season. Uh, that's not even the record. Which, thank God, the record's like 815 set by the 19, set by the 1915 Philadelphia A's. I, I went back and looked this up a few days ago. Uh -huh. So, hopefully, they can build off their next start and. Uh, on fr and Friday in Houston and, and go from there. But it was, it was really nice to see Luis Medina come through with another quality start for the team. And not to mention, he's faced two really tough offenses in his last couple of outings and, and the Rangers and then, of course, the Diamondbacks. And those are two teams. If you want to at least get your first MLB showing, you can't come half prepared. And he's definitely done that. Consistency, of course, was thrown out there as well. And I thought it was 
like you guys said, good to see him going deeper into games, like Ken said, not put, dipping into the bullpen too quickly. Uh, like we saw what Sam Mole did, kind of lost control there. Fuji looked like he had it, then didn't. He had the great the strikeout the end the uh, ten the end of the seventh, and then was it the seventh? Let me I check my notes. Uh, Fuji yeah, end the eighth comes up. He's all you know fist pump fired up, which is great. We saw Richard Lovelady do it last night. And then he's had a disastrous ninth inning. It's it's he's been. I mean, I know he's pitching on back to back days, but I mean that's something we can get into more a little bit later in the post game show. But uh, Fuji just hasn't been. I mean, hasn't been great. I mean, he's now one in five with a twelve sixty two ERA. He has twenty five strikeouts and twenty three uh, walks on the season. It's a, not a good recipe for success. And I, Mark Hotz and, and Emo are going to figure out what they want to do with him going forward. I mean, I know you want to keep giving him a chance, but the. Like almost 13 ERA in those games is it's not cutting it, and you know they're they're trying to be competitive, and him going out there and walking his guys and giving up the hits it, that's not being competitive. Yeah, and not to mention it was him, it was James Caprillion, it was Adam Aller, it was Adrian Martinez to go from starters to have to be longer form guys. Is just adding to the bullpen, but not making your starters better, which is ultimately what's going to help them win games. And it's actually been kind of a fun surprise to watch this offense absolutely go off, but they have no run support and they have nothing going on as far as their pitching. And then even if we have this quality starter, everything's fine. Dipping into the bullpen, things kind of go chaotic, and that's something you don't want to see. And I feel like are the d the defensive part of the game. I can honestly say that that's tightening up a little bit more. We talked to Mark Kotze heading into the game about Este Uri Ruiz, and we're talking about the center field that Mark Kotze used to man himself being a player, so he knows that area so well. It actually comes down to the fact where you mentioned, too, you kind of saw he was a little hesitant on the jump and a couple of – or a really nice catch, of course, so he made it look flawless to a certain extent, so the jump may not be there. And he's also not that vocal. I feel like once he gets that leadership going, of course, he is a young guy. We have to give him the benefit of the doubt. But you speak up. You, you know, listen to the Ramon Laurianos of the world who, of course, manned that area for a very long time. And what he's doing now, imagine, imagine Ruiz being only better. And that gets me really excited. Yeah, and we saw almost rob the home run that Corbin Carroll hit and and uh, earlier in the game, and he almost robbed the home run. And it looked like it like, might have went, went just off of his glove. It was funny, we were sitting here because Johnny Dosco was on the TV broadcast and in the top of the sixth inning. He was like, you know, Cor Corbin Carroll's four for his last 30 and the bat. And I'm like, oh, he just jinxed it. He did jinx and then, it. And, there it was, and then it looked like, like almost like a fingertip kind of thing where from the angle we saw that it was uh, Ruiz missed it in center field. But the A's got on 3 nothing. but they battle back, as you mentioned, with Ramon Laureano's three-run homer. Another alarming stat about the pitching, they have a lot of home run now in 21 consecutive games. Mm. That's, that's, not, that's not good. That's not a good recipe for success. So hopefully they can correct that going forward. And I mean, they're going against a tough Astros lineup that I read on Twitter, and I believe everything I read on Twitter, just like 100%. Tony, that Jose Altuve might be back on Friday. So that Astros lineup is going to get more length, and they're going to get a lot better with guys in their lineup. I know Jose Abreu has been struggling, but if you're an A's pitcher, which it would probably be, what, Waldachuk on Friday? Have we – have we looked ahead to see who's pitching Friday? I do know Rosinski got pushed back. Okay, so if it's Waldachuk, who is now 5-1. The A's are 5-1 in Waldachuk's last six starts. I know we're really looking ahead, and I'm really looking for the positives and what Waldachuk's been able to do. Yeah. He, they're 5-1 and one in his last six starts. Uh, Friday, we – yeah, Ken Waldachuk is pitching for the A's. So, I don't want to say it's win day just yet, but they they got to get better. They're also – here, I'll give you one more stat before we go to break here. <laughs> the A's now in day games are 1-18. and 18 in day games. Okay. 
It's time to change the narrative, yeah. Cody. One in 18 Let's day games. Let's change the narrative. Nine and 27 in night games. So Ace clearly like playing under the bright lights way better than they like playing in the sunshine here at the Coliseum and on the road. Well, there you go. We'll be back as the A's Clubhouse show continues. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. Stay tuned. Hey, A's fans. You know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Cody Elias. A's fall 5-3 to three to the Diamondbacks. And you got to give credit where credit is due, Cody. I'm a little biased. I did get my start with the Reno Aces. That, of course, is the AAA affiliate of the Diamondbacks. So I've seen these guys at their infancy, really. And they really do come as advertised. I watched Dominic Fletcher when he was this young guy in center field who... Well, he still never leaves a game with a clean uniform, so I will give him that. I know we talked to Ken about that on the show. You mentioned, of course, Corbin Carroll and the jinx from Mr. Johnny D, but we had him on the show as well. He's a young guy, no longer a prospect. He did correct me on that, which I deserved. But it's really cool to watch some of these guys get a chance, and you have a guy like Alec Thomas getting demoted. Same with Jake McCarthy. You have a lot of good problems to have in your AAA and your farm system, but it was good to see them absolutely go off and you have to give Tori Lovello some props because he even said you know I've always known these guys were good it was just about giving them at bats and giving them chances yeah uh, I don't want to correct Corbin Carroll but technically he's still a rookie through the end of the season he's not I, a I prospect guess, yeah I guess he's not a prospect I mean I guess I'll give it to him I mean he hit a sixth home run today he has 10 steals I mean he could be a easily be a 2020 guy could be a I wouldn't say third I mean eventually he could become a 30-30 guy but uh, Tori told uh, Chris Townsend and myself the, their message, which he ha- he instilled back in 2019, and they still do it now. I know they had a, a couple lean years, but they the D-backs stuck, stuck by or stood by Tori, former A's infielder, and his message was love, trust, commitment, and effort. And you watch them play; they, those guys seem to like each other. They trust each other. They're, they're committed to getting the process right and winning, and they they give effort. I mean, I like watching them play. They're they're a good team. Uh, they're trying to challenge the Dodgers in the NL West. I mean, the Dodgers just keep winning. James Upman hit another grand slam today for the Dodgers. They lost 15 of their – or won 15 of their last 18 games. They're they're impressive. And as, as the Padres keep uh, scuffling where everyone was picking the Padres, you got the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers trying to kind of, you know, battle each other in the NL West. But what Torrey's doing there, you're hoping maybe Mark Kotze can start doing with some of the guys here. There's a lot of young guys in Arizona, as you mentioned. I know Thomas went down. But you have a leader like Cattell Marte who's a veteran player now, which is crazy to say. 
But you have players <laughs> like Josh Rojas and Christian Walker, who's a legit 30 home run threat. That's my, that's my dude, Christian Walker. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. You mentioned uh, Dominic, Dominic Fletcher, uh, brother of David, who did, yes, did go five for five earlier today against – the Aviators. Aviators won 22-10, to 10, by the way. Yeah, we had a Today football against, game going on. It was crazy. Gallo, Zach Gallup, for all, all the Ace fans out there who are waiting for him to come up, he went 4-4 four for four in the game. So Gallup now hitting 298 for uh, the Aviators. But, yeah, I really like what Torrey's been able to do with Arizona this year, and, and hopefully they, they can build. And now what the A's have seen with them, with some of their young players, I, I'm not saying their Corbin Carroll is, and Essie Ruiz are not that similar. They're similar with their base stealing, but Carroll is more power. I think he's more – polished in the outfield and it's not close because obviously Ruiz is a former infielder so hopefully they can learn some things from what they they saw from the Diamondbacks and build going into the Houston series and the rest of the season. And you talk about being polished and it's not just a specific to Ruiz who switched positions and that's a big change from infield to outfield and like Kotze said there's a lot of a learning curve to go for him but the Diamondbacks were actually those guys were in triple A double A for a very long time. For the A's, a lot of them, I don't want to say they get rushed because David Forrest, our GM, made sure that he wasn't going to expose these guys to major league play until they were major league ready. But these guys had a lot of time down in the minors to the point where when Dominic Fletcher just got promoted, I believe it was April 30th he made his debut, I was like, it's about darn time. You know, it just it's one of those things that it you see it happen, but they were working on everything during that time. And for, for Fletch specifically, he didn't have to go back and forth. He got to learn his his way rather quickly. And like I mentioned, with Thomas and McCarthy being demoted, they're putting a really good spot out there for Fletcher and those types of guys. And you mentioned Cattell Marte, who is definitely a veteran presence. They definitely showed him that by paying him what he was worth. Not, not We should talk about that, too. Corbin Carroll, of course, got that extension. But that's a team that doesn't really hand out extensions. So they have something special there and the thing I love the most about Lavello and we talked about this during <laughs> while we were eating lunch breakfast Bre that was breakfast yeah, oh breakfast. that was so yes. good the French toast bake still thinking about it but Bob Melvin had a way of making the players continue to be themselves so I think Lavello does that as well and you have to think about it especially as a former player himself they're an extension of these players so they know what it's like to go through the trenches of the minor leagues and to be up here there's a lot of humble guys over there because of that reason yeah and you mentioned the core and these guys in Arizona learning from from growing up in the minor leagues i mean we, how many times have we seen it in Oakland uh, most recently with Chapman Olson Simeon uh, Chad Pinder those guys come up through the minors and now hopefully we're going to see that coming forward with the Tyler Soderstroms, the Zach Gelofs, the Max Muncies of the world, and and hopefully that they can build on that because you know you're right. A lot of these guys like Estuary uh, Ruiz wasn't he wasn't in the system very long before he started playing in the major leagues. And you know Jace Peterson's a veteran. They is a, that was a free agent. And Aletmus Diaz, which I was some I asked you. I mean, why why hit Aletmus Diaz in the ninth inning for Nick Allen, who over his last six games is hitting 4.28, mm -hmm. and you're bringing in Diaz who's hitting 165, and that's why I just Against the righty too, so I, I mean, I, I don't. If it was a lefty righty thing, and he, maybe the splits are different, sure. But I didn't understand that one. But I, I'm hoping to see the this core keep building, and then we can see some of these guys come up from the minor leagues. I mean, Cody Thomas is doing well. There's guys on there to be excited about, but we got to focus on the guys that are on the team right now. And you know, Nick Allen hit, swinging the bat well. That's that's a good bright spot. Um, obviously, S uh, S2 Ori Ruiz, Ramon's power starting to come back. That was his yes. fifth home run. Hopefully he keeps building off of that. I've and got money on Carlos Perez. 
That is my dude. Uh, he's he's been hitting well, and he and he calls a good game behind the plate. I think the the pitches are more are very comfortable with him, and it's hard to find a a guy that was you know he was out of baseball and mm-hmm. playing in the was he was he in the Mexican league or and then they, we called him or he was going to go for what the story was in spring training, but they brought him back and he, you know he's hitting well and the catchers or the the pitchers really seem to respond well to him and uh, you know having a guy like him on the roster who's in his mid thirties is is nice to have as a veteran catcher. Catching uh, backup with Manny Pena being out and being transferred to the 60-day IL, so um, just keep growing. I mean, there's or keep growing and improving. There's really nothing we can do. I know that the teams what ten and they have ten wins. I get it, but I mean, we're not going to come on here and just you know look for the bad things. We're going to look for the positive and the bad. And there was some today about both. So hopefully, we see more positives going forward. Yeah, and you know, a guy that I think about especially right now is Ryan Noda, and he didn't really shell out today, but of course he had that grand slam last night and there's a lot of patience with him at the plate and that's always good to see and we definitely see the fire in him and there's there's power there as well but even heading into today's game Kotze talked about what is or I guess this was yesterday's yesterday's game Tony Kemp called out the fact that Ryan Noda has some very mature at bats I asked Kotze what he defines as a mature at bat and when you come to a guy like Noda who is a rookie by the way and he's able to be patient at the plate, accept the walks, take what he's getting, uh, control the strike zone. He does a beautiful job of that. And he was able to shell out in during his Dodgers time in the minors. So they definitely knew what was going on there. And then every now and then he'll pop one over. He's, he's one of my guys that you're going to have to pay attention to. And I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes, you know, a superstar, you know, sooner down the road, getting a start later in life as, you know, compared to a lot of others. But that grand slam that he hit last night, was the first – I have to get the actual number. I'll do it after the break. But notice definitely somebody I want you guys to keep an eye on. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here on the A's Clubhouse show. Uh, Jessica Kleinschmidt and Cody Elias will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services. 
specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome to the A's. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. Cody, the, the stat I was looking for, Ryan Noda was the first two-out game-tying slam for the A's since Jason Giambi on May 22, 1997. Uh, that's young Jason Giambi, and that was a long time ago. That's very young Ryan Noda, too. Yeah, and you're talking about Jason Giambi, one of the greatest home run hitters in the A's franchise history. That's a good company to be a part of. I mean, both power hitting first base. I think Giambi back then might have been playing left field. Oh, because that's what he was. He was playing. He started out. He was playing a little first in left field, and then he obviously he transitioned to being a very good le- uh, first baseman. Although in Moneyball they say he was the worst first baseman in the league. I don't know if that was really entirely true. I'm spending but, my entire life trying to de- debunk a lot of those facts from that movie. Um, we we've asked Billy Bean once before um, about has the, sc- the stuff the scout room scene has that happened. The answer was. He, Essentially, they talk. They have those meetings, but they don't talk like that. Yeah. Well, now we know. I believe we have a call from our dear friend, Rightfield Will. How are you doing today? How are y'all doing? I'm enjoying <laughs> listening to you both. This is good times. It's good times too. Were you at the game today? Uh, of course, I was at the game. I, I, what else? Where else would it's I a be? Silly question. I try not to miss why. any games. I was gonna say, what, are, what were your good, thoughts? <laughs> what were your thoughts on on Luis Medina and how how he's done so far, especially having to get called up and take over for the very touted Mason Miller? It's been a privilege watching his starts. I've seen all three of his. He's got good stuff. Just uh, wish he had a little more, a little more support throughout the day. But hey, it's baseball. It's the 2023 season, and the A's just can't buy a break. But it's all good. I mean, hey, nothing better than still being at the call, see him having a good old time. And, and now I'm what, off to beautiful Stockton to watch Seth Brown. So it's good time. The, go tell, tell Seth hello for us. Yeah, Seth is um, on a rehab assignment. Looks like he'll be doing some designated hitting, and then he'll be out in the field a little bit. And he's really anx- like excited to get back as well. Um, but when you have a manager like Mark Kotze, who came back too quickly and had after some back surgeries, he's going to – quadruple check to make sure that you're actually ready to go having him in the lineup would be fantastic coming up right field well what do you do after if you didn't have to go to another game like how does a, an afternoon of right field right field willness what does that pertain uh basically just a lot of beer at the games usually mm-hmm. try not so much today because i know i gotta drive i gotta be somewhat responsible i gotta be an totally. adult so be good, kids. Don't don't drink too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, just right now, currently fighting the traffic on the uh, here, trying to get back to Dublin, do a quick jersey swap, then fight the traffic to, on the Altamont, make it out to the beautiful 209 in Banneland Ballpark. Let's say hi to Mr. Alex Jensen. We love us some Alex Jensen, especially that's, Mr. That's Cody Elias. That's one of us that like Alex Jensen. That is a 
for those listening, that's actually Cody Lice's BFF. But yeah, okay, it's true. Yeah, please say hi to uh, Alex first, Will. You got it, guys. But I love listening to you both right now. This is awesome. And Jess, we love you. We appreciate you very much. Glad to have you back. Oh, I love you too. Thanks for calling. We'll we'll we gotta catch up soon. Will I miss you? Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Well, continuing now, I do believe we have some sound during the post-game presser. Let's listen to see what Mark Hotze had to say. Martin, how do you feel that outing for Luis Medina today? Medina did great. You know, unfortunately, that that sixth inning, um, you know, ball Carroll hit just kept carrying. Uh, Normal. You know, I think night game that ball's caught and uh, the outing's a different outing. Um, but overall, you know, he went six innings, gave us three. I mean, only gave up three runs. It's a quality start by every measure. Gave us a chance to win the game, um, you know, and, and that's all you can ask of that young man. He's done it twice now, back-to-back starts. Um, what have you seen just as each start has gone by that you kind of like about him? I mean, you, you have to like his mound presence, intensity. Um, you know, he's not afraid to throw inside. Um, he's mixing his pitches well. His changeup was a good pitch today. Um, you know, the breaking ball was good. Uh, you know, he played with velocity on his fastball. He went from 91 to 95, 96. So um, he knows how to pitch, and, and this is uh, it's a great sign. It's a great sign to have a young arm up here um, that, that uh, is doing, you know, in his first couple starts so well. Um, you guys were pretty adamant after acquiring him and also the spring that you were going to give him a chance to, to start. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these these couple starts that we've seen, the stuff's there. He's he's got you know multiple weapons to pitch with, uh, which is needed as a starter. And you know the the mentality is is great. The work ethics there, and so now it's you know obviously from his standpoint, just going out performing, which he which he's done. Uh, what did you see on the, uh, the play with Tony trying to score from second? No, we're challenging the blocking of the play when the throw is coming in from the outfielder. Uh, we were instructed that both feet had to be in fair territory. Uh, upon review, you know, to where his setup started out, both feet weren't in fair territory. Uh, catchers allowed to move uh, based on the, the location of the throw, which I would assume is how they interpreted it in New York when they, you know, confirmed the call. Um, but for us, uh, you know, it, it's discretion in terms of how you, you know, see the rule written and, and I think it's clearly stated that both feet have to start in fair territory or that's how it was explained. Uh, could you talk a, lot, a little bit about the team coming back to tie the game after being dominated for that start from that starter? Yeah, we, especially we, Laureano. We did it again. Laureano's at bat was a great at bat, um, you know, in a, in a key time there in, in the seventh inning to come back and score three. We had an opportunity, you know, with, with that player talking about Matt to to take the lead at four three and could have been a different game at that point. And uh, unfortunately, you know, the, the throw at the plate was online and uh, TK was out. Yes, and, uh, Martinez, he has pitched uh, twice late innings in uh, in three days. Is that uh, a new role for him? That's how you plan to use him from now on? Well, today is we had th- two options down in the bullpen. Um, you know, the bullpen's been taxed. Uh, the last two days, especially last night, um, you know, and you know, for us, 
uh, in that situation, we're looking for a ground ball, which he's got one of the best sinkers and changeups in the game, and he elevated a fastball there, um, which you know becomes a fly ball pitch, and those, the sack fly, um, you know, took place. So, um, you know, he he's been good for us, and in that role, we felt confident he could get the ground ball. Bullpen's been tapped out, Cody Elias. Feels like a storyline that's been repeated all season. Uh, well, good thing tomorrow's an off day because we talked to – if everyone, anyone's listening to the HL Access pregame show brought to you by Chevron, we asked Vince Catronio about uh, Austin Pruitt's performance last night. He went three no-hit innings and in, in extra innings. Pitched the 10th, 11th, and 12th with the runner on second base, and he didn't give up a run um, and obviously no hits, but and only walked one. I believe it was only walked one. Uh, it was, in, was it intentionally? Um, so he pitched really well last night. You knew he wasn't going to be available. So it was Fuji and Adrian Martinez. And as I mentioned, Fuji gets gets the big streak, strikeout in the eighth, you know, pumps his fist. He's excited, shows emotion, which is great. And then he comes out in the ninth, and it's just, it, it's all goes downhill for him. One in five, the 1262 ERA. He has 23 walks in those games. It's just I, I don't know what they can do. I don't know what else they can really work on. I, I don't know if setting him to, to Vegas is an option. Because, I mean, what's that going to do for his confidence if he goes down there and he's giving up a bunch of runs in Vegas when the ball flies out of every ballpark? So it's a really interesting situation. They're going to have to figure out what to do with Fuji. But in these close games, I don't know if you can keep throwing him out there because we've seen what what happens when he pitches anymore. Well, not just in close games. It's just any game. It's just been – it's just been – you know he's working. We see him working every day. Like, he wants to get it right, but it's just – I don't know. It's almost like the definition of ins- de- definition of insanity. You're just looking for the same result, doing the same thing and getting the same result. That's kind of what's happening right now. Maybe you give him a few uh, mental days, you know, days to just sit back and observe and watch. But it's hard when your bullpen is taxed and your starters aren't going long in the games. That's why what Luis Medina was able to do today to go six innings, three runs for the second straight day. Good pitch, pitch mix. I looked it up. Four seam slider change curveball through the four seam. 57 times, he struck out four guys on the four seam. He struck out a guy with a curveball and a slider. Uh, but he, he looked good out there, and that's what you're looking for out of a young guy, out of a, your pitchers in your young staff. He's 24 years old. So you want to see him, and he's a guy that was mainly a reliever. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're letting him build up his arm strength and his innings. He threw 96 pitches. He lowered his ERA today. That's all you can really ask for him to do. He kept the team in the game, and then Ramon ties it, and then the bullpen kind of gives it up again. It's kind of been the story of the year. They One of these days, we're going to get a stretch where – we're going to have great starting pitching, great bullpen. The team scores runs, and they win, you know, four or five games I'm, in a row. I would say a normal game, not nothing going into the ninth, anything insane. We have a lot of walk-off wins, which is, you know, okay. It's fine. It's 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 pretty. It's storyline fun. But let's just win a normal game. I don't know, like get get some runs in the fourth and the fifth, hold on to the lead, and then by the ninth we can all just go home happy. Um, to your bullpen point, Trevor May will be on a rehab assignment in Las Vegas on Friday. Maybe that could make some things a little bit more interesting. He, of course, is coming off the IL due with some anxiety-related issues um, and started out solid for us at the beginning, and maybe he, he, of course, had some things to figure out. I know we did see something along the lines where he was actually thinking about walking the, walking away from the game altogether, so it's good to see that he has returned. If anything, just a great presence in the clubhouse to make it light, to make it fun. Um, I'm excited to see what he he does. But to your point about Medina, you know, the thing that really stood out to me that Kotze talked about was the mound presence. A young guy to have a mound presence like that 
Um, it's something to be admired. He mentioned the mentality and the work ethic. The thing also that stands out for me, he's taking over for Mason Miller, who was redonkulous heading into the season. I, of course, you know, talked to him and his family as well, a long time coming. It seems to be a positive kind of feedback. We talked to Dr. Brian, Dr. Brian recently, and I, I feel like they seemed to be positive and optimistic with everything. Brian Schulman, of course, is his last name. And they seem to be positive with that mild UCL sprain. They said there was inflammation, which I feel is better than a tear, which I feel is better than a lot of things. I, of course, have been covering this game a long time. But when I hear inflamed, it's not as bad as the latter. So there's that. But I really like what Medina did, especially from the standpoint of we're going to see a lot of this this season, Cody. And I mentioned, you know, the Diamondbacks at least had their young guys in triple and double A for a while. And these young guys on our squad, they have to get stretched out rather quickly. And, you know, with an off day tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised if some more moves are made um, heading into another tough series against Houston. Of course, the Mariners as well, who never – they're always the little thorn in the side of, of us. And those are all – and those are all – surprisingly, those are all night games in Seattle next week. There's four straight 640 starts. I think it's 640 in, in Seattle. Uh, they're starting – I mean, they, they've been kind of up and down all year. Um, maybe there's a couple winnable games there. Houston hasn't played as well as they should, but they're starting to swing the bats a little bit better. And I mentioned earlier that they, the expectations they're going to get Jose Altuve back on Friday, which just makes them even more dangerous in the AL West, that, um, which makes them more dangerous in the AL West. So hopefully, yeah, Ken Waldachuk, again, not going to call it win day because we're not there yet, mm-hmm. but 5-1 is last six. Hopefully we can see some improvements in that game. But apparently on uh, – Apparently, Chris Townsend is is joining us. The uh, man, the myth, via, the legend. Via via uh, Conrex telephone. Tony, how are you? Came out to my car, Cody. As you know, I normally have our traveling Comrex in my trunk, and uh, I came out to my trunk, and it's not there. Hopefully, because you forgot to pack it, and nothing sinister occurred. Well, it's either – well, I'm now hoping it's at my house because I bet it's not in our A-cast uh, studio there in the press box, is it? Uh, hold on. No, I don't see it in here. It's not in here. And I don't know what we would be looking for. No, so. it's, it, it's, it's, it is not here. <laughs> so we have to hope to God it's at the house. Yeah. Yes, hopefully, yes. We really do. So l- let me How first you ask doing? you – we're doing really well, Townie. This has been an interesting game, but we were talking a lot about Luis Medina, and I know you're going to be very honest about, you know me, I'm always positive, but you're very real about everything else. Can you still talk about some of these positives that came out of Luis Medina and his start today? I think no question it was a really good start. I think we all have to remember that his first two starts have been starts where he was called up from – the minor league. So you have your first career start, you get sent down, then you get called up and it's your second start. But every single time that happens, you've got a lot of adrenaline. There's that pressure. It's the pressure to perform. It's not, there's not a whole lot of normalcy going on. Well, this was the first time we've seen a start where He's actually been here for a week. It's not getting on the plane, coming from AAA. And I think you have to see how he could perform. And the biggest question about him down in the minor leagues 
has been whether he could throw strikes, and he's done exactly that. So when you look at how electric this kid's arm is, you look at his ability with the curveball slider changeup combination, uh, you know, right now, if you look at if we just said, okay, if you watched A's baseball every single game so far, which guy has the biggest upside? Well, you'd say Mason Miller, but Mason Miller has never stayed healthy. Mm-hmm. So then I would have to say, well, that would tip me into, uh, I know it's short, you know, small sample, but there's no question Medina has shown he's got the biggest upside. Yeah, and especially for a younger guy who, you know, Kotze said it himself, there's, there's some mound presence there for a young guy like that to have it as something to be admired. And Esty Ruiz, they're friends, and when you ask him about Medina, he kind of lights up. Ruiz is a man of, of few words, but he definitely said not only is he my friend, but he's got some good stuff. And I know I like to take what Ruiz says and I like to hold it close to me because if, if one thing I know about him is he knows what good pitching is. Um, and, you know, over across the diamond, you you talk to Tori Lavello quite a bit. It's a really – and I know you're very high on the Diamondbacks. You have them taking the division. But overall, after watching these three games in the series, you know, you saw Dominic Fletcher. You got, got to actually see Corbin Carroll up close. What were your thoughts on overall this team and the mix of young guys and the Cattell Martes, these veterans, and how they were able to perform? I think they, they are what we strive to be. If you want to turn this thing around, what, what's, I don't have it in front of me now. What, was it 10 and 33? Uh the A's? Yeah. Uh, 10 and 35. 10 and 35. So I'd say this, Jess, at 10 and 35, don't hold too much close to your heart because it's not what you want to be. What you want to be is the guys on the other side. And you, we, we've talked to Tori, and we mentioned, and you can see that on uh, the A's YouTube channel and also athletics.com slash A's cast. You can download the interview where he's been talking about how we're building the organization and how you build the culture. Yes, you use the data. Yes, you use all that, but you build the right culture and you allow these young guys to grow and succeed. And how do you do it? What's the best culture for that? So, you know, what you've watched so far this year and what we got to see firsthand, you know, the A's, what, what are the A's striving to be right now? We're striving to be like like the Arizona Diamondbacks. They, they, yeah. They're what the A's need to be. It's about athleticism. It's about speed. It's about pitching. It's about defense. Yes, you want some power. You know, in the past, we were built purely on power. Well, what, what the A's have now and what they've acquired in trades is a lot of athleticism a lot of athleticism and speed, much more like the Dimebacks compared to when we were the Olsen Chapman A's, we were built on power. Yeah, and, you know, I I was talking to Cody about this, and I'll give it to the Dimebacks because during my Reno Aces coverage, I've done – I've covered that team for quite a few years. So a lot of those guys were in double and triple A for quite an extended period of time. They had time to develop a little bit more. And I'm not saying the A's farm system didn't do that, but – there's a lot of back and forth, way more moves for this team than I've seen in the past. And there's numbers to prove that. Last year we led in starting quite a bit of rookies over the rest of the teams. And I really appreciate it. I talked to Corbin Carroll. Of course, he was on A's cat or the A's pregame show the other day, yesterday. 
And he had a relationship with the front office before he even decided if he was going to get drafted or not, or if he was going to enter the draft or not. When he wanted to go to possibly UCLA, he was already talking to the front office and the Diamondbacks organization. Always an open door theme, which was something that really stood out to me from what they were talking about. So by the time it was his turn to get called up, he had already been established. And some of these one-offs, I feel, with the A's can hinder them when they don't really have a chance to be established. You have a spot start in James Caprillion or these other types of scenarios. But I'm right there with you. You look across the diamond, and that's the perfect team that you do want to emulate. Yeah, the way they utilize their players. Um, and they're in a division right now that you're seeing record spending by the Padres. What do we have at Cody at? I want to say off the top of my head, the Padres have committed from free agents to just contract extensions to $863 million. Is that correct? That's correct. You're dead on. Yeah, so eight hundred. So you got the Padres spending $863 million the next, I don't know, 10, 11 years, which is just insane. And then you got the Dodgers, who actually have – Cut back spending to get underneath the tax threshold. If and even, to get Shohei Otani I know they're year. below one of them, but then then they're going to blow it back up as they're, you know, kind of saving up to go for Otani and probably the other guys too. So, and, you know, the Giants want to spend money. So you're in this division where, you know, you're not going to be able to spend with these teams. So how are you going to, how are you going to beat them? Well, how you're going to beat them is what you're seeing, what they're doing. They've been very smart. And I'll tell you right now, if you look at athleticism, speed, I Dodgers Dodgers will win the division. I mean, I bet on that. We got a long way to go, but you look at the Padres, you look at the Giants, you look at the Dodgers. They're not as athletic as the as the uh, Diamondbacks are. So if the Diamondbacks can continue to grow pitching, and of course they have one of the best pitchers in the game, but just the overall look of their team, they're going to be competitive, and they're not going to be doing it by spending almost a billion dollars. I got one for you, Tony. Um, you and I have talked about this a lot on Ace Cast Live, and and we saw it again today. Great, looked great in the eighth inning, coming in to face the one batter. But Fuji, another disappointing outing. I mean, what what's the plan for him going forward? My plan or their plan? What What do you think the plan should be? Because I mean, he's one in five now. The two uh, twelve sixty two ERA, twenty five strikeouts and twenty three walks in those games. I, I would I would think like the Rays, and I'd make him an opener. I would say, okay, I know that my best bet right now, I, I'm going to utilize this guy. How do I want to utilize this guy? Because every single time you bring him in, you have no idea what you're getting control-wise. You don't know if you're getting good Fuji or Fuji that doesn't know where he's going, and that's scary out of the bullpen. The thing that I have seen when he does start is that he usually starts pretty good. And it's after he gets through the, the lineup the first time, that's when it gets a little squirrely. So why not make him an opener? Maybe that can help whether we talk about Waldachuk or Sears or Moeller. And now we're hearing you're, you know, you're pushing back Rusinski and you're like, oh, God, what if you had Fuji? Because an opener, as we saw with good friend of the program, Ryan Stanek, he can go multiple times a week. So all of a, all of a sudden, we're getting you can get Fuji one or two innings multiple times a week, and that allows your younger guys to give you 
five or six that gets you later into the game. That's less early you're getting into a bullpen, which uh, is struggling at a historically bad pace. So that's less bullpen. So I don't know. I think maybe the plan uh, would, would look at the opener strategy, which the A's have used in the past. I haven't really seen it much lately, but they've used that in the past. But I don't see them hopping into the rotation anytime soon, and I don't know how you trust them out of the bullpen. The best next scenario is I would go with them as an opener. I don't know if they'll do that, but I'd try it. Why not try it? What do you have to lose? Yeah, exactly. And I did not expect to hear you say uh, be the opener because you know how much you know how big of a fan of the opener that I am. And you're right, Ryan Sanek did it multiple times. He was him and Sergio Romo were the best at it, and the Rays really championed that. And now we're kind of seeing teams move away from it. But I think that'd be a good a good strategy for him. One, I've got one more for you. SC wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me let me follow up on that too. And what if by just let's say getting Fuji one or two innings as an opener a couple times a week? What if that gets him on track and really gets him in a good mind space to where you now can actually start starting him again? Because I don't know, like right now, bringing him in all these different situations and wondering if he's going to be good or not out of the pen, that doesn't get him closer to starting again. You actually would like to have him as a starter. So maybe from a mental standpoint, get him some confidence out of the gate being an opener, maybe freeze him up mentally to get him back to where you can start making him a starting pitcher again. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that that's something they, they maybe should start considering to do. I mean, we like I said, we haven't really seen the opener much anymore in baseball. I mean, Sam, Sam Long's another guy in the bullpen that, w- that was the opener for the Giants last year. Maybe you could pick his brain from him about how to do it. Last one for you. I know SC didn't steal a base today, but he's still on pace for 72 steals. I know you'd be excited to hear that. Uh, more importantly, who would have ever said – What's the date today, the 17th? Uh, correct. By the way, it was funny being in NBC today because you got the Giants people in there and yeah. you got the A's people in there. And I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but they're all sitting there going, oh, these seasons, and they're all talking about how tough it is. And I'm looking around going, I'm the only person not complaining, and I'm the only person that's worked every game. Not one of these people, not one of their analysts, not one of their hosts has worked every game. These people take more time off. When you're an A's employee, we grind it every game. I want our fans to know that. Unless all these people talk about, oh, this is tough. I'm like, you've worked not even half the games, and you talk about this has been tough. I don't want to hear it. By the way, what was your question again? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it was, I was letting you know about Esty being on pace for 72 steals. Oh, yes. Yeah. Even... Uh, May 17th, if I would have said to you, who is the leader in the clubhouse with average run, with the average runners in scoring position? Who has hit the best with runners in scoring position? If we would have had this question before the start of the season, and I said, I'm gonna, we're going to look at your pick on May 17th, who would have had Ruiz as their pick? I, I would I would have never picked the picked the leadoff man in the in the lineup to be the guy with the best I was with runners. He's like four, I, I I I I have it written down, but I think it's he's hitting four fifty five with runners in scoring position. As he had another hit, even though Tony Kemp got thrown out, he had another hit with runners in scoring. position. He's hitting four above four fifty with runners in scoring position, and we were worried about whether this guy could even get on base. Oh my god. Yeah, and he, he's getting on base, and he's driving the guys in, and 
he, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe down the line, you maybe you move him down in the lineup. Maybe, maybe put him in a run producing spot. I'm being facetious. That'll, I don't really mean that. I don't. I don't mean that. Where, the <laughs> fact that they have him where he is, I, I got. And by the way, how about how about the last walk by Noda? You're just watching that at bat, and you're just going. I mean, Dave Stewart is just. I'm like Dave. I'm telling you, this kid's eye is unbelievable. I mean, there are some good things uh, with these young players, no doubt about it, and. You know, here we go. What I like about this road trip is this is this is an American League West roadie. Three in Houston, four in Seattle, playing in division. And let's uh, let's see what old D-Bake has. And then, of course, the, the Mariners are just, uh, I believe they're right at 500 as we speak. Yeah, and Altuve is supposed to be back on Friday potentially as well. So Is he finally uh, Astros- back? I, I believe he's in a rehab tonight, and he's supposed to be back on Friday. Is what I, what I, I'm like you. When is Brantley coming back? Well, he had a setback in his shoulder. Um, at his shoulder surgery, he had a setback on it, so I don't know when he's going to be back. He's going to be out for a while. I, that's what I read the other day. But it looks like Altuve could be back Friday, potentially, for the Astros. Well, and you always said Nick Allen would have more home runs than Jose Abreu. Yeah, it's true. I heard I heard our intern give that stat to Ken last night on the broadcast, and I was like, that, I'm blown. There was like a, uh, Miguel Cabrera was one of them, too. He has more home runs than Miguel Cabrera this year. Who's making how much? $40 million? Yeah. Lots of money. I'm right you there with you, Tony. Nikki Big Fly. That's not his nickname. <laughs> Nikki, no, it's Nikki Pie Shop. Nikki Pie Shop. Nikki Stick and It. What, what was yours, Jessica? Big Nick Energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allow you to say that. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to allow and, and by the way, yes, your interview with Corbin Carroll was on Ace Cast. Because everything sure. is on A's cast. Everything is on A's cast. I'm right there with you with Ryan Noda. His his patience at the plate, the way he's able to see the ball has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, we're going to take a break as A's Clubhouse show continues. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above-market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, 
First United has a high rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA. Not one penny has ever been lost. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. Lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Give us a call, 833-625-2278, as the A's fall to the Arizona Diamondbacks. 5-3 in the finale of their three-game set here at the Coliseum. Luis Medina, we've been talking about him the entire postgame show. Jessica Kleinschmidt, myself, Cody Elias, and Chris Townsend, who was here. He's now gone. We're all talking about how great Luis Medina pitched today. Six innings, giving up three runs, six strikeouts. Kerr high six strikeouts, and he spoke to the media after the game. How would you uh, just overall evaluate your adding today? How would you evaluate your adding today? How would you evaluate your adding today? How would you evaluate Today was a very competitive game, very competitive. I went out there and just tried to compete. Eh, puedes hablar de los honrones. Fueron picheos buenos que ellos batearon o equipaciones tuyas. Pero tú acabas de homers, good pitches that the guys just hit, or eh, uh, eh, your mistakes. You know, um, ellos son muy buenos bateadores. Um, yo tiré un muy buenos picheos y ellos ellos hicieron su trabajo. You know. Um, um I did my good pitching, but they were very competitive. No es el momento de sentirme cómodo. Todavía este, seguimos con más fe, seguimos trabajando fuerte para seguir dando lo mejor de mí. Uh, I'm still trying to find my confidence. Um, I'm still just trying to find the best out of out of myself. Katsé told us before the game he was hoping he would go six. Was he was he proud to get through six innings? ¿Estás feliz de pichar seis seis pichos seis innings? que si me siento feliz de, sí. de lanzar de lanzar seis bueno yo este, yo siempre voy a hacer lo mejor de mí siempre voy a dar lo mejor de mí y a poner el juego en buena situación para que los muchachos hagan hagan su trabajo y podamos jugar el buen juego I'm always going to do my best I'm always going to try to put my team in the best situation so they can try to do the, their best as well hoy hiciste tu trofe personal 95 picheos Aún te sentía fuerte para ir un poco más lejos si hubiera sido necesario. Today you got the PR in the majors. 
95 pictures. You think you were still strong to go further if they asked you to? Yo siempre, yo siempre voy a, voy a lanzar el, el mejor juego. Siempre voy a, a, you know, siempre estoy fuerte. Siempre me preparo bien para, no importa cuánto lanzamiento, no importa cuánto, cuánto inning. Siempre voy a, a trabajar fuerte para, para lanzar un I'm always going to try to pitch the best innings. I'm always feeling strong out there. I'm always just going to try to do whatever it is. Uh, in the minors, um, walk totals could be kind of high uh, sometimes. How have you managed to avoid that in your starts up here? So, este los, cuando este, caminabas muchos en las ligas en menores, este, que eso que has cambiado. That, that was your question, right? Uh, avoiding walks. Avoiding walks. Uh, para, tú sabes, para nada ha sido un secreto que ese siempre ha sido mi, uh, mi problema eh, en cuanto a la base por bola, pero este, ese nunca ha sido mi, 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 mi pensamiento cuando voy a, hacia la lomita. Mi pensamiento siempre ha sido positivo, siempre da lo mejor de mí y que Dios sea el que tenga el control de todo. That's no secret of mine, of course. Um, but that's something I cannot control, but I'm always out there just trying to give my best. Um, well, uh, during, uh, in spring training, um, we saw a couple of outings where you were out and you could, you know, you were hitting 100 miles an hour, maybe 101. Um, when you're starting and you're working a deep routing like this, do you feel like you manage your fastball or uh, maybe scale back a little bit just so you can go deeper and mix speeds? ¿Tú sientes que como este cambias mucho la velocidad del, de tu picheo siempre estás buscando por picheos como bien rápidos desde 101 o, o es algo que siempre quieres andas cambiando cuando picheas? Um, yeah, la verdad que nunca estoy pendiente a que si lanzo más duro o no. Mi enfoque siempre ha sido la zona de atrás y, 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 a, y a competir uh, I'm always not trying to look for hard pitches. I'm always just trying to, f just always trying to find. Most important is to try to find the location of it, and also just to try to put my team in the best situation. And that was a starter, Luis Medina, who went six innings, allowed three runs, and struck out a career high six in his second quality start back to back for Luis Medina today against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Once we come back from break, we'll take a look around the, the, the around the rest of the major leagues and get you all ready for Friday uh, for before A's Astros right here on A's Cast in the A's Radio Network. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win, and that's why there's UBO Business Services specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. 
We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good. But it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay, Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Cody Elias here with Jessica Kleinschmidt. The A's fall 5-3 to three to the Arizona Diamondbacks in the rubber game of the three-game set here at the Coliseum. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. We'll start with the games that already have finished. The Pirates take down the Detroit Tigers 8-0 in Detroit. The Pirates are now 23-20. Colorado, who was down five nothing in the game against Cincinnati, are now win the game eleven to six. The Dodgers take down the Minnesota Twins seven three in L.A. The Dodgers are now twenty eight and sixteen. They're playing some really good baseball. The Twins are now twenty four and twenty. Giants take down the Phillies seven four at San Francisco. Giants and Phillies same record, twenty and twenty three. Bob Melvin and the Padres fall to the Kansas City Royals. 4-3. The Padres are now 20-24, and 24, and they have $863 million committed to their payroll. That is not good so far for Bob Melvin and the San Diego Padres. Game's in progress right now. The Angels and Orioles are tied at 1 in Baltimore. The Marlins are up 3-2 two, th- uh, two over the Washington Nationals. That game's in the bottom of the fourth. Yankees, Blue Jays, scoreless in the top of the third. Red Sox lead the Seattle Mariners 3-0, top of the second in Boston. The Mets and Rays are scoreless. The Rays are 32-11. Pretty impressive team so far. Max and Justin Verlander, not a great start last night for the New York Mets, and they gave them all that money this offseason. And the in the top of the first, the St. Louis Cardinals and Milwaukee Brewers are scoreless in a battle in the NL Central. Now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. A's cast live back on Friday at 2 o'clock from 2 to 4.20. Leading into A's Total Access, presented by Chevron, we'll have Mark Kotze, Eno Saris, and Jeff Blum from the Houston Astros on A's cast live with Chris Townsend starting at 2 o'clock on Friday. And then we have Ken Waldachuk versus Brandon Belak of the Houston Astros for first pitch on Friday. First pitch on Friday, I believe, is at 5, 5.10 Pacific time. Jess, first time this year we got to do pre and post game. A lot of fun. Maybe for you. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, I did enjoy. This was a lot of fun, Cody. You're the absolute best. And they're all they're my favorite because we finish each other's sandwiches and we understand where we're coming from. And I just always have a good time with you. Same. And I'm glad we were able to do it. Uh, I want to thank Scott Passerino back in the studio for all his help today, for everyone who called in. And we'll talk to everyone on Friday at 2 o'clock on A's Cast Live. Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. Bye, guys. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.